Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the September 29th Friday reading of the Ark Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. Today, we will be reading the following main articles. Breaking news, remains of Suzanne Morphew positively identified, found in Sawatch County, written by Jan Wondra. Buena Vista BOE approves new bus driver, discusses CASB resolutions, teacher pay, written by Carly Winchell. Library requests endorsement from BVBOE for mill levy increase, written by Carly Winchell. And Chafee County Community Foundation announces 30 recipients in fall grant cycle, written by Community Contributor. And Chafee BOCC approves letters of support for broadband grant applications, written by Jan Wundra, and following up with miscellaneous articles. We begin with the first article, Breaking News, Remains of Suzanne Morphew Positively Identified, Found in Sawatch County. This posted by Jan Wundra. The Colorado Bureau of Investigation has identified human remains found on September 22, 2023, as those of Suzanne Morphew. Today, at 2.34 p.m., Agents with the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, CBI, announced the positive identification of human remains located during the course of a search on September 22, 2023, as Suzanne Morphew, 49, of Chafee County. The confirmation was made by the El Paso County coroner earlier today. Morphew was reported missing from her home in Chafee County on Mother's Day, May 10, 2020. The circumstances of the discovery were not planned. Investigators were searching in the area of Moffat in Sawatch County on an investigation that was not related to the Morphew disappearance when the remains were discovered. Specific information about the location and the state of the remains are being withheld at this time. The remains were located in the 12th Judicial District, and District Attorney Ann Kelly has been notified. No arrests have been made since the remains were located. The CBI reports that updates will be provided as information becomes available during this ongoing investigation. Family notifications have been made following the formal identification of the remains of Suzanne Morphew. While this case has garnered attention from around the world, it has touched our community and the sheriff's office deeply. We have never stopped our investigation and will continue to follow all leads in pursuit of justice for Suzanne, said Chafee County Sheriff John Spezza. Although locating Suzanne's remains is a critical component of this investigation and for her family, we are left with many more questions than answers, and it would be a disservice to conduct a news conference at this time, he added. The at times almost circus-like atmosphere surrounding Morphew's disappearance, frantic searches, and charges leveled at her then-husband, Barry Morphew, almost obscured the tragedy of her disappearance. 
after several missteps by the 11th District Attorney's Office, which permitted some key evidence from being admitted, charges were dropped against Barry Morphew in April 2022. The public is asked to continue to report any information about this case by calling 719-312-7530. That story breaking news remains of Suzanne Morphew positively identified, found in Sawatch County. And next in the news, Buena Vista BOE approves new bus driver, discusses CASB resolutions, teacher pay. This posted by Carly Winchell. The Buena Vista BV Board of Education met for their regular meeting at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, September 26th. During the meeting, the board approved a new bus driver in the consent agenda, changed the upcoming date for their November meeting, and approved a trial-run capital campaign through the Denver Foundation. Approved consent agenda includes hiring of bus driver. New bus driver Melissa Willis was approved by the board in the consent agenda. Superintendent Lisa Yates clarified at the end of the meeting that the currently missing bus routes would not be restored immediately with the hiring of the driver. However, the school is committed to that at least by the second semester. Rapid-fire discussion of upcoming CASB resolutions. The board spent time going through the resolutions on the agenda for the Colorado Association of School Boards, CASB, upcoming Delegate Assembly on October 7th. Board Vice President Brett Mitchell is attending the conference on behalf of the Buena Vista Board of Education. CASB is one tool we have as a board to hopefully affect change at the state level, explained President Suzette Hockman. Superintendent Lisa Yates and members of the board expressed concerns about the costs of some proposed resolutions and the effects they may have on state funding for schools. I have strong feelings about resolutions 12 and 13, said Yates. How are we going to pay for additional tests? Resolution 12 covers universal screeners for reading and math. The booklet states... CASB urges the Colorado General Assembly to set aside resources within the READ Act, specific to dyslexia, and MATH Act, HB 23-1231, in order to provide universal reading and math screeners during early K-12 evidence-based timeframes for best identifying deficiencies. Resolution 13 addresses early literacy, stating, CASB supports legislation that will increase the number of students meeting or exceeding state reading standards by the completion of third grade and continue the state's focus and investment in early literacy. The board also intends to oppose Resolution 22, which supports establishing a minimum wage of $45,000 for every teacher in Colorado. The full resolution booklet is available in the September 25th meeting packet, which is available online. According to the booklet, CASB proposes the state of Colorado to allow a seven-year window for school districts to increase their salary schedule before the subsidy ends. Each year, the subsidy would decrease by one-seventh to reflect positive changes in school district salary schedules. 
Again, the concern for the BV board was money. This is the one we stood up against last year because it would cost us 500 grand, said Mitchell. Ideologically, I really want to support this, said director Olivia Bartlett. However, she was concerned about the need to freeze step increases for returning staff in order to accommodate the raised minimum wage. Ultimately, the board agreed that it stood in opposition to their budget parameters and that it would negatively affect returning staff, so they would oppose the resolution. There were 37 resolutions in total up for discussion at CASB. The board reviewed each one quickly during the meeting, agreeing with most and raising concerns about funding with others. First November board meeting moved up before election. Due to the upcoming election, which involves five seats on the board, the November meeting date was moved from November 13th to November 6th to ensure that a business meeting, where actions may occur, happens prior to the election. The following meeting will remain as scheduled on November 27th. The board is also setting up a linkage meeting with the Chafee County Economic Development Corporation, EDC, at 5 p.m. on October 23rd to discuss where their interests may overlap. Board approves capital campaign with the Denver Foundation. The board unanimously approved a fundraising effort by the school through the Denver Foundation. The idea is to use the Denver Foundation as a fundraising platform to enable donations small and large, including credit card transactions. The campaign requires $10,000 to start an account with the Denver Foundation, which the school will put toward the finish line campaign for the track. The $10,000 startup money will come from the building fund for the high school. Yates floated the idea as a trial run to see if partnering with the Denver Foundation for larger projects in the future would be a viable option. Board President Suzette Hockman agreed that the effort aligns with their goals of being good stewards of community resources. The motion to approve this capital campaign experiment with the Denver Foundation passed unanimously. Updated Memorandum of Understanding MOU approved with BV Police, Chafee Fire, and Sol Vista Health. The new MOU with the Buena Vista Police Department reflects changes recently approved to create a Law Enforcement School Partnership, LESP, to replace the dedicated School Resource Officer, SRO, program. The approval also covered an agreement with Chafee County Fire now that they have replaced Buena Vista Fire and a separate agreement with Sol Vista Health to cover counseling for students. While the previous agreement with Sol Vista included a school-based counselor, the new agreement no longer includes this role due to a lack of consistent service and limitations. According to the memo, the district will continue with a single school-based provider at no charge to the district. The Solvista Agreement includes access to the mobile crisis response team in emergency situations and the specification that Solvista will receive parental consent for treatment of any student under 18. That story, Buena Vista BOE approves new bus driver, discusses CASB resolutions, teacher pay. And continuing in the news, library requests endorsement from BVBOE for mill levy increase. This posted by Carly Winchell. 
Buena Vista Library Executive Director Cecilia LaFrance and volunteer Katie Welter, who was recently awarded Philanthropist of the Year by the Chafee County Community Foundation, spoke during the public comment portion of the Tuesday, September 25th meeting of the Buena Vista Board of Education, BOE, about the upcoming ballot initiative to increase funding for the library to enable its expansion and renovation. If you haven't heard about the library expansion, then we haven't done our job, said LaFrance, after handing out a library expansion ballot issue 6A fact sheet detailing the expansion and the purpose of the ballot issue to board members and attendees at the meeting. The flyer is also available online. LaFrance explained that the library is seeking a 1.2 increase in its mill levy rate. This is the first time the library has requested an increase in 28 years. This increase will help cover the costs of construction and help to maintain the library's extended staff and services once the expansion is complete. We have amazing patrons, amazing programs, amazing service. People walk in and say it's a great library, said LaFrance. We are at capacity, however. Welter spoke as a volunteer and a parent, explaining that the library is the only provider of high-quality programming for young children and the only indoor play space. The library has just been indispensable to my family and my young children, who are five and three, said Welter. The construction includes a 50% increase in the children's space. Currently, the space can only fit a maximum of two families at a time. The proposed construction will cost about $4.5 million, including the costs of leasing space to maintain operations during renovation. The original building was designed and constructed specifically to allow expansion to a second floor. The updated 12,000-square-foot building would be adequate for at least 20 years, according to LaFrance. The library's service area follows the R31 Buena Vista School District boundaries. The requested 1.2 mill levy increase would impact property owners in the northern half of Chafee County by an estimated $8.16 per $100,000 in valuation. The example listed in the library's flyer provides an example of a $600,000 home, which would see an increase of $49 per year, or $4.08 per month. According to LaFrance, the library intends to put policies in place to build up capital reserves to plan for the future and avoid requesting another increase from taxpayers when expansion becomes necessary again. LaFrance explained that the mill levy increase request is coming now because the construction costs are outpacing the library's ability to save by about a quarter of a million dollars per year. Walter encouraged the Board of Education to endorse the library's ballot initiative. Community support is a key factor in receiving grants, which will provide additional help with costs. If not, please vote yes and let us know that you plan to do so, said Walter. At the end of the meeting, Board Director Olivia Bartlett requested that the Board mull over the library's endorsement request for possible inclusion in a future agenda. More information about the library's expansion plans is available online. That story library requests endorsement from BVBOE for mill levy increase.
Next up, Chafee County Community Foundation announces 30 recipients in fall grant cycle. This posted by Community Contributor. The Chafee County Community Foundation, CCCF, today announced that it has awarded 30 local nonprofit organizations with $49,000 in funding from the fall grant cycle, which was open July 1st through July 31st, 2023. These grants are made possible through a partnership with the Sangre de Cristo Electric Association, SDCEA, and the Chafee County Community Foundation. The grants are divided into two categories. In the first, the Sangre de Cristo Electric Association Grant Fund distributes a total of $35,000 to organizations that serve the communities of Chafee, Custer, Fremont, and or Lake Counties. These nonprofits must either focus on community-based health programs, provide support for food, shelter, and human services, offer disaster preparedness and relief services, or support animal protection and welfare. We are pleased to partner with SDCEA to increase our local nonprofit capacity through administering the grant process, states Betsy Dittenber, executive director of the CCCF. Our local nonprofits are addressing some of the most challenging issues in our community. Grant making is one way we can support their work as change makers. We are grateful to SDCEA for their investment in our community and trusting CCCF with its grant making. The second category is the CCCF Community Grants Fund, which has $14,000 available for organizations that serve communities in Chafee County and that focus on community health, community vitality, and community capacity. This funding is made possible by local donors. The Fall Grant Cycle's average grant award is $1,600, and funds are expected to be distributed the week of October 2nd. To be qualified, applicants must be registered as 501c3, 501c4, or 501c6, or under the fiscal sponsorship of an eligible organization and in good standing with the IRS and the State of Colorado. A total of 35 organizations applied for the highly competitive funding. 86% were awarded grants. Award decisions were based on a combination of qualitative and quantitative review criteria, including the grant rubric and follow-up questions to applicants. The recipients were determined by the CCCF 2023 Fall Grant Review Committee, which consisted of 10 volunteers who contributed at least 25 hours each to review applicants and make funding recommendations. Dittenber added, Through each grant cycle, I'm amazed by the time, energy, and dedication of our review committee volunteers. We are beyond appreciative to these community members who help us provide a fair and balanced community review process to steward available funding to high-impact initiatives and organizations. The organizations receiving funding from the 2023 Fall Grant Cycle are Sangres Art Guild, Wet Mountain Fire Protection District, CASA of the Continental Divide, Custer 2020 Altitude Community Fitness, Fremont County Crime Stoppers, Colorado Theater in Non-Traditional Spaces, High Country Fine Arts Association, Arkansas Valley Advocates for Dyslexia, Peak to Peak Pickleball Club, Food Shed Alliance, Salida Aspen Concerts, 
Advocates of Lake County, Wet Mountain Valley Rotary Community Service, KHEN 106.9 FM Community Radio, Selected Council for the Arts, Boys and Girls Clubs of Chafee County, Buena Vista Public Library, Northern Chafee County Library District, Salitas Circus Outreach Foundation, Friends of Colorado Avalanche Information Center, Colorado Farm to Table, Greater Arkansas River Nature Association, Guidestone, Colorado, Salida Pregnancy Resource Center, Achieve, Inc., Shining Mountains Montessori School, JJ's Helping Paws, The Alliance Doing Business as the Alliance Against Domestic Abuse, Arc Valley Humane Society, Chafee Child Care Initiative, and Elevate Her. CCCF's grant-making review process includes management of the grant application portal, eligibility review of applications, technical support to applicants, convening an independent review committee reflecting the communities impacted by the grants, and facilitating the scoring, follow-up, and review process. In all of the grant-making CCCF undertakes with its partners, it is committed to a transparent, non-biased grant process that is focused on high-impact grant-making that increases the capacity of our hard-working local nonprofit organizations. The process includes sharing the grant application questions and evaluation rubric with the applicants while they are developing their applications, incorporating follow-up interviews to clarify aspects of the application, and a combined scoring and discussion approach to ensure good projects, not just good grant writers, are recommended for funding. In recognizing that Chafee County is a very interconnected community, a recusal process is used to ensure there are no conflicts of interest in the review process. Founded in 2018, Chafee County Community Foundation is a public nonprofit organization established to promote and facilitate philanthropy in Chafee County, created by and for the people in that area. CCCF acts as a catalyst to inspire positive change through the power of philanthropy to enrich the lives of all people within the county. Its goals are to make informed philanthropy accessible to all, build local nonprofit capacity, and enable community conversations. Since 2018, CCCF has actively supported nonprofit organizations for the betterment of Chafee County and the local communities. To learn more, visit www.chafeecommunity.org. That story, Chafee County Community Foundation announces 30 recipients in fall grant cycle. And finally, Chafee BOCC approves letters of support for broadband grant applications. This posted by Jan Wondra. During the September 19th Chafee Board of County Commissioner BOCC session, the county commissioners addressed the prospect of attracting significant broadband dollars to the county to complete the great need for the build-out of broadband access. A decision to make this a broader conversation because of multiple requests meant that the BOCC pulled the request from Maverick Communications out of the consent agenda so it could be part of the larger discussion. The topic of finally accomplishing countywide broadband access elicited discussion, not just because of the need and the dollars involved, 
but because one of the companies, locally owned Aristata Communications, whose timing is slightly behind the other larger companies and hasn't yet written asking for a letter of support, voiced concerns over the county supporting other non-local broadband resources. The objective is to get as many homes and businesses with robust broadband as possible, said Commissioner Keith Baker. We're adhering to the process and varying from it would probably be short-sighted in this situation. The BOCC has been directly approached about three letters of support for broadband companies that plan to apply for grant funding from the infrastructure bill. The three requesting letters of support who have what is known as a county invitation to negotiate, Maverick, Vario Broadband, and Charter Communications. Local communications resource Aristata plans to partner with Visionary Broadband on its grant application with the support of the Colorado Broadband Office, CBO, Advanced Capital Projects Fund. It plans to come to the county asking for a letter of support once its grant proposal is finalized. And that's all we have time for. Thank you for joining us for the Arc Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303 786